So I didn't know that my dad has no idea what any of this is. This as in the podcast. Matlab? <laughs> Matlab, he just thinks I have a weird job. He's like, what are you doing? Who is listening? But <laughs> in today's episode, we are going to talk about weird jobs that Akansha and I find weird. Not Akansha, which would probably also include podcasting. Hundred <laughs> percent. So let's tune in. Actually, this is a very good place to start. Langurwala. What the hell is this, right? Yeah. So actually, if you Google Langurwala, na, hmm. the first thing that comes up is yeah. literally. What looks like a brown man doing blackface mm-hmm. in a monkey outfit. Oh, no. It's literally that. You know what? I never thought of it like that because, like I just said, it's so <laughs> normal for us. I was like, that man is dressed like a monkey, <laughs> and specifically a langur. A langur, right? Hmm. Like it's not a the orange wala monkey that we normally see. Hmm. It's not a lion taking macaque. It's a langur with a black face and a white body. <laughs> But. So, what does a langurwala do, right? Or why does this word langurwala exist? Not does just he sell langurs, <laughs> or like, does, I don't know. Is he just called langurwala because he's dressed like a langur? Like he, he, you know, yeah. his hobby is just cosplaying <laughs> langurs at random on outside. I don't know. Yeah. He is actually a part of a prof- well-known profession in India, yeah. where people hire other people to get rid of monkeys because they are a menace. Right, and so the way they decided the best way of going about this was to dress up like a monkey and be real disruptive, and so the monkeys are like, I don't want to do anything with that. Because yeah, you're you're showing your dominance. There's yeah. already a dominant monkey around. So I do, <laughs> which is us. Anyway, which I do want to say, it's a nice way of getting rid of your monkey huh, problem. Huh, right? Feels like see, we we'll go back to our art of war episode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you don't go around like you know poisoning monkeys. You yes. just get rid of them. So this is actually a much better way of dealing with uh, pests yeah. uh, or you know people people hmm. langurs who are creating havoc in your Langur vicinity. Langurs people who knows anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that you hire a man who knows how to get rid of them by just being a bigger menace. Yeah. But obviously he's going to be a menace only to them and not to you. Yeah. So it's like you give them a taste of your own medicine. It's basically the way moms taught you <laughs> or things. <laughs> so that is the langurwala profession which is amazing. But there's also like a whole range of these animal professions. Animal professions. Yeah, like see langurwala is very dedicated. It's very like it has one objective. Right. Same with the, I would say the parrot who tells your fortune. What is that? Like, dude, <laughs> why have I never heard of this before? You have seen the parrot who? Te- What are you saying? Okay, so there is usually a man sitting in like white clothes and like he has a pagdi and also he looks like that's a, a part of. The, yeah, part so of he's it. like an astrologer, uh-huh. but he plays no part in actually uh, telling your, uh, you know, your future because. In this scenario, neither do so. He has a set of cards, like twenty-seven cards. He lays like out. Like tarot okay? cards, basically. Yeah, <clears throat> but in tarot, the person picks out yeah, the card yeah. and the reader interprets it. Hmm. Here, the person is out of the equation. You have no control over your life. Just deal with it. And this parrot looks at the person and then go picks up, like chooses cards, and then that man reads those cards. So the parrot is telling your fortune, and it is legit a thing. It wasn't enough. That we are being judged by ourselves and other people. <laughs> that now we are being judged by parrots. You got that right. So a parrot gets to look at my face Mm-mm. and decide what my future is. Be like, yeah, your husband's gonna be as ugly, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Or I 
don't know maybe mithu only gives good news i have no idea yeah. depends on the i guess the interpretation okay but the parrot is the like the tarot cards only like yeah, the so person will be like oh this is a rahu card and ha, like, ha, correct, ah, correct okay okay got it so that part is hmm. normal damn though like and <laughs> so this parrot is trained to do that to look at you and be like hmm pick up something <laughs> then yeah, how is, they do this i have no idea and how they do this say we come to the dancing bears now i want to know like you said how did this become a profession what was the first, first person first, who did this doing <laughs> did you find a cup and then it started like, what dancing what is the bear thing though so they literally like a dumb they play a beat and the bear dances okay and for this they usually get bear cups and india may only get sloth bears right okay. so the black sloth bear cup and you can teach it to dance and stuff mm. and since the small ones are cute i don't know whether how many people are entertained by a giant bear dancing i don't know because they mostly be petrified mm. but they get these little bear cubs and they make them dance and i'm like how did this become a thing because when we try to then stop it you know like cuz it's inhuman you take the in it's unbearable you take the bear cub away from the mom and all that stuff happens so, but since there was such a big community that was earning a living by this you can't randomly say ki ye abhi nahi kar sakte ho to right right yeah you're leaving those people without a livelihood hmm, so hmm. they literally had to turn that bear dancing community into like something else so like they taught them a whole new skill oh. and then started taking the bears away but it's still very prevalent in like uh, central asia asia i'm saying she central india <laughs> so um damn but but then now that we're talking about these animal things now yeah. one of the things that i read about was snake milking that sounds so i was also like this only I, i was also like this only because i was like kya milk mil raha hai snake se and why do we need this we are making milk out of almonds also now they are not being produced by cows or anything yeah. right but it turns out that snake milking is actually just removing the venom from the snake so that oh. people can make antidotes just say that why do we call it milking though jesus anyway, anyway. but then you know the snake charmers now so Correct. everyone who knows about indian people <laughs> knows that we are a, a people of snake charmers <laughs> If you are an Indian you know how to charm snakes. <laughs> <laughs> But <laughs> so the same people are also like basically snake charmers ka start kaise hua tha a that entertainment Correct. that people get from like you know uh, seeing the, that ha yeah. this apira and like you know whatever. Mm. So that stuff is there only ki you know there's an entertainment value he can right. take money for showing you and the snake dance honestly it's engaging as hell you can't look away and also the fact mm-hmm. that there are people who are whose job is to catch snakes because yeah. they're being a menace or a, a pest yeah. because many snakes are like you know they uh, have uh, inhabit uh, human dwellings mm-hmm. and all that and then mm-hmm. obviously they are a big problem Correct. because they can bite you and it mm-hmm. can suck so <laughs> So, but I know that in uh, I think in Tamil Nadu there's like a again a whole collective of people which used to be like one community uh-huh. that was just really good at dealing with snakes and it's literally information passed down from generation to generation and they do this now where they catch snakes and I hate to say this milk them. <laughs> Jeez, I really it's gross. remove venom from but it snakes. does yeah but it does help make the antidote so their whole yeah. uh, occupation is basically everything related to snakes they are basically snake experts yeah but uh, that's dude and the thing is that their occupation is that kind ki aise uh, 
that father teaches the son how to do it hmm. the son basically one whole village will be doing it you know and right. uh, that's the amazing thing about india in general hmm. that the things that we find as weird occupations yeah. they've been doing this for centuries yeah. like it's just been around and when and you come to know about it it's weird yeah cuz we have lost the historical context to it like the ear cleaning people to the ear cleaning people are my absolute favorite i always saw this was a scam <laughs> but it's a true thing so the ear cleaning people actually are found in very specific places okay. so uh, i matlab uh, in bulk they they must be traveling and all also mm-hmm. but uh, hyderabad area has a lot of them mm-hmm. then hampi wagaira uh, say if you're coming back and all bangalore area outskirts will have a lot of them like a tourist spot uh not really because it's, it's not in hampi okay. it's like you know outskirts okay then uh this uh, bombay ka uh, many places have actually hmm. so uh, south bombay ka many places in fact cst ke bar wagaira they stand so all these people they wear red turbans and that is their tell ki you know hmm. you can come to me to get your ear cleaned yeah and they have like those creepy looking instruments and people actually go up to them and you know, and those instruments are so creepy looking like you feel like okay i don't want that to go inside my ear yeah. but apparently they are very effective so the point of these people was that they were a big thing in the 1960s and 70s hmm. when all the their main clientele was like middle aged working men So when they were going or coming back, back from, from work, work, they used to get their clean. You just get your clean. <laughs> you know, casual, casual, <laughs> and <laughs> and basically, it was a time when earbuds and all were not available. A thing. So Got you it. couldn't like do it at home. for example mm-hmm. and i guess all the ladies just had dirty ears for the rest of their lives like <laughs> i have no idea or they just had a bath more often i don't know what uh, a that, deep cleanse but that really like this in transit cleanliness business or hygiene business gets me to another whole new space dude mm-hmm. it's like the whole medical industry has a roadside industry in india okay which is yes. you can so <laughs> this is a whole new like we've opened another box while we are moving. S A Y A. So okay, what is the first thing that you think of when you think of roadside? Roadside medical. medical. I think of a tent where you can say all your embarrassing ailments. <laughs> You're like, I can't possibly tell the good doctor I have piles. <laughs> I must tell a stranger in the tent on the roads. His face I can't see because there is no electricity in there. What I can't see won't hurt me. Yeah, and the same man or woman, who knows what's behind the tent. Anyway, is the same person you tell like I have erectile dysfunction. You can't no, tell no, anybody no. else. These tent thing, they are like you know confessing in church. <laughs> But only about bodily functions. There is a curtain. You can't see. Hello, I have bawasir. It's very bad. I can't even sit down. I'm crouching right now. But how these people end up finding? They actually work. So here's the thing. Yeah. The reason why they are still there hmm. is because they have solutions to these problems. Yeah, I'm sure. See, I'm not going to say that all of them are excellent. Hmm. Some of them are bound to be like quacks or whatever. Hmm. But clearly, majority of them must be working to some degree. Otherwise, they wouldn't exist. They wouldn't be so popular that we see posters and all, and we see them literally on any major road. You will see one on the side, hmm. right? True, and it's mostly for STDs, piles. 
then uh, yeah that's true that's yeah. true i've and never noticed that it's for anything embarrassing damn anything embarrassing <laughs> right and the same to same he line me like if you want if you can even get roadside dentists this is a really big thing in the north i'm really not sure how prevalent it is in other places where you're like daat nikalna hai dentist ke paas nahi ja sakte is very expensive and they will do like literally your teeth extraction on the road damn because they're so quick at doing it like they say it's less pain but i am like wow no i i've also heard other things hmm. about this huh. they are very effective they know huh. what they're doing yeah. but because they don't use anesthetic it's very dangerous of like matlab it, it people have people die of pain do you know this there is a, a people can die of pain mm. i do not think i would be talking about this on this podcast <laughs> but it's a thing that can happen okay. and because people are not and teeth are very sensitive yeah. like if you have a root canal problem wagera it can be linked to your brain literally because so, all the nerve endings are too close that's why even a small toothache is like Gah! exactly so, and there's so many like you know if you have sinusitis also it can lead to toothache like it's so many problems yeah. so if your thing is just that make a tooth extraction karwana you don't really know what is what is going what on over so there <laughs> you go to that person you will get exactly what you ask for yeah. this tooth is hurting me i want it out of my life it's like, like an amputation nahi chahiye ye so they don't use anesthetic and that is the biggest problem with yeah. these people okay because they are skilled but, but they or everything without anesthesia good lord though i have also heard though you are right ki hmm. they do it so quickly that you don't come to know yeah that is the thing that people say like for them like why do they still exist if it was so terrible like they wouldn't have a job it's very scary though because i i don't know i wouldn't do it <laughs> <laughs> like look she shake it's <laughs> like yeah mere ko nahi karne ka yeah obviously no i don't even go to the regular dentist because it's so painful i'm no. not going to go to someone who's advertising that they don't use anesthesia थिंग for me like one of the yeah. weirdest professions yeah that you found out about like i was like how is this a job yeah you know weirdly i think that has to do with like all the jobs that happen in the fair right the motka kuwa thing <laughs> i'm like how is th- who taught so <laughs> many questions i have Back how up. do you train Wait. for this what is a motka kuwa okay wow well, i have to assume that nobody knows this sorry guys okay so basically in uh, a lot of towns when a fair comes into town there's a, this is a part of the main attraction which is a circular uh, structure built think of it like a coliseum but flat okay like a circular structure and uh, drivers drive what maruti 800s what are they Yeah, Maruti 800. Yeah, Maruti 800 at like such a good speed and with so much like technical prowess, I would say that they ride a lo- drive around it like this. Mm-hmm. So like normally a car goes like this. Here the car is going mm-hmm. like so that. So they're perpendicular the to the ground, but like they 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 because of their speed and like because of their ro- rotational force, they don't fall, fall down. And I'm like, how did this become a thing? Cause see, this is not one thing you can say like since ancient times you've been telling how to dance with bears. You know, like car had to be invented for this. 
become a thing <laughs> but it's not fun to watch it's amazing to watch so i mean they really nailed it with that like it's mm. definitely fair worthy but you're right and again this is also an occupation that has been like passed on from generation to generation because there are people who roam around with circuses got it and they are the ones who do all these stunts so they are like literally the stuntman of the fair got it so basically it's someone teaching somebody a new trick dheere 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 yeah dheere. and like if someone did just say i go to a fair t- tomorrow and i'm like i want to be a moth ka kua artist artist only moth ka kuar kuar kuara if you're single moth ka kuara <laughs> i want to be a moth ka kuara i and then like i go to this person and i'm like you know i really i'm i'm big off you and whatever hmm. so he he if he wants he can take me as a trainee uh-huh. obviously he's not going to pay me for it uh-huh. and uh, i can travel with the circus and i can become a moth ka kuara if i want it's something like that okay but that is definitely something that blows my mind i'm like how is this but it is an occupation it yeah. is a job job people get paid to do this and it's a stable job yeah it's not even a you know like a ki oh no if i don't make this much sale i won't be able to. proper stable job similarly mm. dude yeah the people who ride on rice okay <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to fair only we see somya and i are now walking through a fair and like this is weird that's weird <laughs> i'm paying 20 rupees for my name on a grain of rice Why? <laughs> How did this happen? Okay, I have a story about this whole rice name thing. Okay, so when I was very small, I was so sure that the name Akanksha is too long to fit on a grain of rice. And you know what? No one can fault me for having this assumption. It is not a bizarre assumption to think that a name will not fit on a grain of rice. Well, that's true of all. I'll let you continue. Anyway, so I was in the line. my brother was in front of me mm. i was behind him and my mom was with us and there were all all sorts of annoying children with short names like ruby and all okay <laughs> so and even his name is anurag which mm. is shorter mm. than akanksha mm. and i was like i will die of embarrassment if i go to him and he can't fit my name on rice it'll be not this Wait, time what was he ex- what were you expecting were you, were you expecting the as soon as you told him your name or you wrote it down he'd be like name shaming you yeah he will again he was like <laughs> i don't know what i thought but i was like we can't go we can't go mom please don't make me it won't fit i'm telling and my mom was just getting irritated <laughs> cuz all she wants is two little remembrances from the like Uh, souvenirs from that thing which have a two children's names and one child is being annoying <laughs> <laughs> my name is not going to fit <laughs> i'm no i mean i don't care <laughs> about the prowess of this artist <laughs> yeah. i had no faith as like what nonsense <laughs> dude but this name thing sta- started like somewhere in anatolia turkey oh and it's also very prevalent in india like yeah. and it, this is also something that people pick up and practice by the way Whoa. and it's again this trainee thing happens for this also dude that's so crazy and to the artist credit obviously he fit my name so easily that he had space to draw a little flower next to it <laughs> and i remember holding that thing and being like this is amazing you <laughs> would have you but me seen those ones that they like paint the taj mahal and all that Dude, I don't know. It's very, very cool, and it's a very intricate and tough job. And I'm just like, but how is it? Think about it, dude. He's painting on rice. It's a crazy job to have. Whack. Yeah. But speaking of more weird things that I am very used to, what about those ladies in Rajasthan who wear black and cry as a chest beat beat ke at 
But I'm saying isn't like regular tears nor like enough? It's not enough, Akansha. Clearly, it's not enough. <laughs> we need more. We are the land of Bollywood, <laughs> and they do a damn good job. I have to so say, so good, so good. Like they wail, they beat chest, they break bangles. They're like so intense. Hey, hey, is the bangles included in their cost? I probably are. I, Like I, I would include it. I see. You no, know, I'd have like you know, if I had a professional morning service, I'd be like, see, I'm very good at crying. I don't need any input on that. Uh, yeah. Me too. <laughs> Apart from that, I'd be like, see, bangles, churi, etc. I can't pay for it every time because they're going to break. I can't wear them again, and they should be locally sourced. Support your local artisans. I like that. I like that you can bring in a rustic touch to your urban morning. Like it's pretty pretty great. Yeah, and honestly, these people really know where it's at, dude. Like, <laughs> honestly, professional morning sounds. This is actually very common in Taiwan, also. You know that. So it it it's an Asian thing. It's probably a Southeast Asian thing. Well, I mean, that's worth exploring because I genuinely thought that this is only in India. Can happen. That people may have business business out of this. No, but yeah. honestly, professional morning really really has my heart in a lot of ways. It's amazing. And now, like the small small stuff. That again, we hundred just that bhaiya who lives in the lift who press <laughs> buttons for you. I'm like, why is this his job? Like, this should not be anybody's job. And then that other bhaiya who, even if you go to a parking, not roadside parking where someone needs to pad over ticket and give you, if you go to a mall ka parking where you can punch a button, pay yourself, and go out, there's this bhaiya who will take out the <laughs> ticket and give it to you. I'm like, why is this his job? <laughs> like, I can, I can, I can actually reach it. <laughs> He just be like, <laughs> and literally all he's there is to say that ha, no, jate work dena hai twenty rupees. <laughs> Because no matter how many times I go to a mall, I always ask, do I have to pay right now? <laughs> oh man, I trip very hard on these small, small things. I'm like, poor boy, I don't. Dude, but the lift thing is very interesting. Because that why they call lift attendants, right? Yeah. Because once upon a time, the people who were doing that job mm-hmm. of pressing the buttons were actually capable of fixing the lift if anything went wrong. Ah, so this is the the old timey lifts that could maybe yeah, something could yeah. go wrong. Yeah, yeah, and that the the point of having them there always is that any time the lift could be fixed immediately. That's pretty great. I get that. I and obviously, get... there were a lot of risks that time because the lifts were like new or whatever. So yeah. But I don't get this new age uh, service of pressing a button. Konsa floor, madam? <laughs> Dude, but <laughs> can you imagine for the lift attendant? That's like his ship. If it goes down, he goes down with it. <laughs> but. If you have a lift man in your society, if you live in South Bombay or some fancy ass place like mm-hmm. that, and you're paying a man to press buttons on your lift, please ask him this question. <laughs> and you know what? Shake his hand, damn it! He's a good guy. The captain of that ship. 
so just like the parking and and the lift guy there's also i think coolies is just the normalest thing in the like in a indian absolutely. person's life okay absolutely if you go to station you have too much luggage you have a coolie ha huh. right but i do understand why it's actually a very like specific india profession because everywhere else there are bell boys like if you go to a hotel who will take all your gigantic stuff in like a trolley and it's not at a station at public places ha. you are on your own no one is going to like no one started a coolie service over there <laughs> to be like ha uh, give, give 50 cents to this person this person will carry you maybe aise bhi kuch nahi hota but fir bhi yeah no but in india is like bhaiya will be like teen suitcase do bag aur do bacche sab mein leke jayega matlab there will be like three things here two here and he's holding the hand of the two children it's like playing a giant <laughs> game of tetris on your head yeah man and they are so cool it's actually cool cuz then after that he'll take off and you have to change your luggage because <laughs> he's just moving he just has to know which ground. platform which train he'll fucking <laughs> टैकलो <laughs> supposed to trip him that is come to on trip gosh. him i have to catch him you have to be a speed breaker only then your parents will be okay with it that you tried it fair enough <laughs> i got trapped <laughs> oh my god to save your saadi and bartan एनीवे Move, move away and I don't know that coolies also travels with the train. Yeah, many of them will like go home, or uh, and it's a very long distance, so it'll be like eight hours or something. Mm. But they just like travel with the mm. train and stuff. Essentially, train pretty, hosts. Yeah, train. It's pretty crazy. What are the male uh, air air people called? Stewards. Stewards. Train stewards. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. But there is one, one person that you all have looked at. <laughs> I know it. So tell me that you did in the comments. <laughs> and you never found this weird is if you went shopping to buy dress material or sari there was one boy who wore it i showed you how beautiful you were full day wear dude they make all the pleats and all and dump it in their pants dude all the fucking way they wear the entire sari so that you know how you will look because you have same figure you be like are madam bahut acha lagega ye lo and you're like Ooh. it does look pretty great it goes with your eyes and i think This doesn't happen. 
फॉर She'll be like, you want to buy this? You come here first. I will make you wear it. You see how beautiful you are looking. And you'll be like, Mama, I don't want to buy sari. I want jeans. And Mama will be like, nonsense. Look at this beautiful. So beautiful sari. you are looking. <laughs> But, But yeah, if you've had like an amazing sari boy experience, we want to hear it. Yeah. Put it in the comments. That's true. Now, you know what? I feel like. Whilst researching for this, this was like the easy pickings, hmm. right? Hmm. Like I was like, oh, this is into. I was just thinking basically. I didn't even have to like Google anything or. And then I was like, what is the stuff that I don't know about? Right. And there is some stuff that actually blew my mind. Oh. And one of them is these. There is a community of women divers in Rameshwaram. They dive in sari and all, dude. And for to collect seaweed, which is agar agar. Oh. So all your veg, like vegetable gelatin or the paisam made like you know that gelatinish thing is all agar agar, hmm. and uh, they do the diving for that. Damn. Just that one community. I did not know this at all. And try as I might, I am going to do way more research on this and maybe get back to you guys. Like I want to know how the hell it started, man. Yeah. Because it was such a cool thing that these ladies, uh, like, and now they have a organized committee which is like. Only twelve days in a month do they go diving because they want to give the uh, the seaweed chance to grow. Oh, that's so very now, like, cool. So now, like, they are literally organized and they are figuring stuff out instead of being like a in general whoever is free that day goes diving sort of a thing. And it's, I was very impressed. I was like, party is killing it, man. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> that's pretty wild. Yeah. But one of the things that I did not know about at all, hmm. just like this. Yeah. Was uh, that in Haridwar and places like that, where mm. usually a lot of shamshan happens, like a mm-hmm. lot of people go there to bury their dead and like you know whatever. There are people or pandits mm. called pandas, not pandas. I'm sure they're called pandas. <laughs> called pandas <laughs> who keep like who have years and years and years of uh, yeah. family trees, like genealogy, yeah, basically. full genealogy. Uh, full archive. Now I knew that this existed hmm. just because of like stories or whatever. Like my upbringing, me it has come up. Hmm, hmm. I don't know where my source is, hmm. but I didn't know that it was so detailed. Hmm. So like even I came across this manas hmm. thing, hmm. and I started looking into it. And they basically, whenever someone uh, passes away. People after the rituals are over, go to these people and say that we need to update the records, mm. and then they have a conversation about what else has happened in that family, mm. who got married to whom, who had children, what are their names, and so every time someone passes away, the entire record has an update. That's a really wild. So and cool. And what a great place to have it. Yeah. Because obviously people are coming there for their last rites and all that. Yeah. They're not going to miss out on anything. Because the moment you get get in touch with that family, you'll come mm. to know all their updates and all. And you know what? So my grandparents sort of moved away from uh you know what these core traditional things like agar if someone passes away you have to go to Haridwar and all that, because in a certain way they were fighting against. All the uh, you know religious superstition and pre- prejudice that sort of comes in with it, hmm. <clears throat> so they moved away from it. But I'm like this one thing 
I think I want to bring it back, man. Yeah, this is a very good because way of keeping. Like, it's like literally the most crude. It doesn't involve any internet. Huh. It doesn't involve anything. Literally, you're telling somebody and yeah. he's making a record. It's literally yeah. how I don't know. Ganesh like, wrote the Mahabharat. Yeah, and you'll see the same like as a folded scrolls. They're like so long. The, they don't fit in. Very long. Uh, they're so long and they're folded like that. And uh, this is like people just writing again, father son, father son, father son, linear. It's father. really wild, and it just cool. me it led me to like I was just like after I found this out, I was just staring into space, and I was like, Whoa. there is so much, so much like material in there for just knowing a kind of people. Yeah, anthropological records. Anthropology, mine that is. Like that is the data mine, and people are now saying that we maybe we want to digitize it and all of that. Hmm. But dude, even without that, every time someone goes to them, their system is concrete enough that they can find it and update it right there and there. It's literally like keeping yeah. a ledger that you never lose. So like if I went there, it's not like they'd be like come after three weeks like a government facility because only then I'll find your file. No, they find it. Hmm. Or corrupt thodi hone wala hai wo. Ha, the data doesn't corrupt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I yeah. think that blew my mind a lot. Like I was, I was just sitting there and like wondering, wow, this is too intense. <laughs> so many people's lives written in that thing, in those scrolls. Uh, so Swami, actually, you were telling me not any time remotely close to this. And once you're traveled somewhere, there were like these limestone rocks. Ah yes. So like in Madhya Pradesh, there's this place called Jabalpur, essentially, mm-hmm. and there, very nearby, there are full limestone marble cave. uh mines essentially like mm-hmm. you it's a quarry understood and mahape because of rains and all water collects so it has become a water body also got it so the whole i had gone there on a college trip and it was amazing because they took us on a boat ride and that uh, thing and yeah and we and the basically the job of the person who was on the boat with us was that he was telling the entire time he was telling us a story through essentially an epic ballad <laughs> <laughs> so he was just singing like saying so singing wait, the so entire time so was it like 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 a ballad someone else had written like raja kuwar singh ka something like that but okay. i i'm sure that it is not like something that is literary okay because it's just in basically he was just taking us through all the uh, legends in that area while you're going while through like entertainment exactly So on the on the board, That's very thoughtful. yeah, on the board you pass this like little cliff thing, and he and he, he and it's full performance art, huh? full hmm. performance art. He'd be like, "वहाँ से तो रानी ने जंप किया था" or something like that. And then in that moment, one boy over there will jump off that cliff <gasps> and straight into the water. And they're all very experienced. Okay, I did not see that coming. Very at good all. at it, and it's full timed also. Like if he does this and he say, "वहाँ से रानी ने जंप किया था," that dude gets the cue. He jumps. Dude, that's dope. I thought it was going to be like a funny story, but guy with weird rhymes. No, it is amazing. I really enjoyed myself. I had so... a great time. And he's diving into a quarry, so it's like cut rock and Haan, stuff. Huh? And they know exactly where to dive and like you know which parts are deep and which parts are not. And it's very intense. Yeah, yeah. And Again, how do you train for this? It's just a job that comes a with being on location, 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 location. <laughs> and uh, secondly, the situation you are in. I guess so. I mean discussing all these things honestly just like I marvel at how awesome we are at coming up with jobs dude like just are... the entrepreneurial spirit right of India 
it's so deep rooted and so everywhere yeah. <laughs> like there is no nothing you can not make a job out of and it literally when demonetization happened ha huh. they had made a job out of standing in line at the atm <laughs> <laughs> like you you pay your stand in or more like you tell him ki jab main paisa nikalega tab tere ko paisa <laughs> No, but people had started legit apps and all for that. You know that? No, man. Yeah, I know that you would literally pay somebody to stand in line. I didn't know it was this an app. This was an actual service that <laughs> started for a couple of days or maybe weeks. months. It was a month. It was a bad month, but it was long. <laughs> but see that you are right. Our yeah. entrepreneurial you can do it. Entrepreneurial. Entrepreneurial. <laughs> No, I got it wrong. Is very <laughs> is very deep rooted, and it's yeah. coming from a place of having no resources. Obviously, less resources, more people. So, like weirdly, having less resources makes you more resourceful. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but this was lot of fun. Like yeah. I too enjoyed myself looking at all these things. And yeah, and I'm sure there are like a whole bunch of things that we've missed. So please tell us about uh, more professions that you think. Uh, are weird or are awesome or just indian i don't know in the comments and we would love to talk about them dude but seriously mm-hmm. i feel like the more weird jobs that i saw mm-hmm. the more normal it was for me Wait, like, yeah see now the more you dive into this mm-hmm. you look at it and you like you know squint your eyes and you're just like but this is normal yeah okay. you know what i mean but that is mainly because we've grown up with it correct like it's a part of who we are we haven't seen anything else Yeah, I get right? that. So it just so ingrained in our life mm-hmm. that if anything changes, yeah. this cannot change. Okay. Like, see, take for COVID for example. Got okay? it. That like fucked up so many. Uh, yeah, and uh, these are most of the jobs we actually spoke about. Don't would have had like hit these communities really mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. And that's mainly because people are not out and about. Correct. Correct. But it affects a corporation so much different than affects these people. Mm-hmm. Think of it in this way, because right. it, once COVID is done and whatever, these people will spring back. Okay. Because that is ingrained in our culture that these things have to be there. Like <laughs> in Jabalpur, those people have to be there. They are the tourist guides. Got it. Like you know, these your your people, the your mm-hmm. cleaning people, they have to be there. That mm-hmm. is their life. Huh. They are there to you know imp- increase your hygiene. <laughs> Correct, and you know what? I think people will expect it as well. Like you will not, you will not agree that life has gone back to normal till you don't see your sari boy wearing a sari all over again when you're going shopping, because that is still abnormal. Like if he's standing like three feet away from you wearing his own clothes and his mask, and you're like, this is not the shopping experience that I grew up with. Things have not gone back to normal, normal right? And right. it's so intense that feeling. Yeah, and it's mainly because our, this is our culture. Right. This is from coming from a place. Yeah, I super culture. It's ingrained. It's yeah. deep rooted. You can't change that about a place. You can't go to South Bombay and not expect a certain type of people to be around because that service is what makes that place South that Bombay. place. Yeah. <laughs> that is that is actually a really nice insight, dude. Because I did not link the fact that the whole mahal. Right. Yes. Of Mahal a place. Is a great word for it. Yeah, that. the Mahal of India comes from all these things that we associate with all India. All these people and their odd and, jobs, and they're like a weird manifestation of who we are, right? Like, why do we need a sari boy? Because we won't buy till we see a good example, right? 
why do we need uh, someone else to come in and like take out that thing and like take the parking attendant to take out the shit and give it to us kyunki hum nahi pay karega 20 rupees nahi karega so it's not like Or he's going to ruin the machine by trying to put 20 rupees into the thing that is giving you the ticket unless that man was standing <laughs> there and like please, please stop i do it <laughs> so i don't think they are they are amazing people they are not weird people that's why they have a weird job this is a weird country and they are awesome people <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> But yeah, I feel like our just our culture yeah. has just made this possible. Correct. I mean that is true, and you know what? Like they, a lot of these are like what we think of old timey things, mm. right? And they were obviously a result of our culture then. And culture is changing, time is changing, the world is changing. Maybe the new weird jobs are going to be different. True. Right. True. Maybe the new weird job is like going to be. Like I saw a listicle online that said professional YouTuber was a weird occupation. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I think that is just going to be one of those self aware <laughs> moments. On the good hand. Don't money. Be professional. You're just YouTuber right. Now. So not yet. Okay. Not yet. Not yet. I mean, so we're yeah. not here. We're no, not but real. I agree a TikTok a person who gets like uh, uh, you know proper money and like a professional TikTok artist, I don't know, is I think a weird profession. but i may be wrong in like i may be wrong right now not even in the next 2 years because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the new norm <laughs> you'll be like ha isme kya weird hai i sing songs that are recorded over my voice like isme kya dude honestly if someone got a monkey and then try to make him dance on tiktok that person would be so famous right now i'm sure it's happened you know what i'm going to do <laughs> If you find it, it's going to be right here in front of my face. <laughs> oh, oh dude, like shit. But damn, this I'm, trip was fantastic. It's one of you know. This is one of those uh, conversations that we're like, you know what? This country is pretty great, man. Yeah, that's true. Yes, true. Nothing would be possible. यहाँ पे सच में कुछ भी हो सकता है, and that's the best part. कुछ भी हो रहा है सो लाइक कॉमेंट एंड सब्सक्राइब टू आर चैनल डेफिनेटली टेलास ऑफ यू मिस्ट ऑन एनी लाइक वीर ऑक्यूपेशन लाइक सो मेनी मोर आउट देर दैट आर सो नॉर्मल टू दूफ्रेंड्स